Welcome. You're listening to Wedding Venue Business Radio, a podcast for anyone who is thinking about starting or is already a few years deep into their own wedding venue business. Whether your property is on the beach or in the middle of the country or smack dab in the heart of downtown, this show is designed for you. I'm your host, Ami Quirconi. I'm the author of How to Turn Your Rural Property into a Wedding Venue Business, and I have a new business book called The Fearless Woman's Guide to Starting a Business. I'm a business coach, consultant, former wedding venue owner, and I'm here to help you. So if your dream is to be your own boss by hosting one of the best days a family has in their lives on your property, then you're in the right place. Hello, welcome back to this latest episode of Wedding Venue Business. Many people assume that if you have a big barn, that you can open the big doors on the front and just let people right in from day one. However, um, unfortunately, they draw this conclusion because that's exactly what most people do when they decide they want to open up a barn or farm venue. However, no matter the age of the barn, unless it was built specifically as an assembly space for 100 to 200 people, it's going to need modifications to make it safe for weddings. And that's not uh, a rule that you can negotiate yourself out of. Now, some changes you might find are easy, like adding some exit, uh, extra exits, uh, ramps, or push bars on doors, but some of them aren't going to be. And one of the biggest, sneakiest, and most expensive surprises is finding out that you may have to add sprinklers to your barn. And that alone can be an investment that will cost around $30,000 or more, depending on the conditions and the equipment and the requirements. And that ends up taking the wind out of many people's sales. Now, the other thing that people will do is they'll decide to go ahead and operate their barn venue and just hope and pray they don't get in trouble or get caught. Now, is there an easy way to know if you need sprinklers or not? Well, I hate to tell you guys, but no, not really. And I know when I say that, it frustrates people because you've probably dialed into this podcast episode hoping that I would just tell you exactly what you needed to know. And I've been there myself. Oh, I wished when I called the county up that they would have given me a straightforward answer over the phone when I called them and asked them this question, but they didn't. And that's because at the end of the day, the point of a sprinkler system is to not drive you crazy and make your renovation cost painfully high. The point is to save lives first, structures second. So the risk of being wrong is high for everyone, and that's why the fire marshal is just not going to tell you over the phone. Now, with all that, there is a generic rule of thumb based on the International Building Code that you can use in the early stages of planning or researching properties. Now, your barn is going to be rated a Group A occupancy for an assembly space. And if it has any of the following conditions, a sprinkler system is probably going to be required. One, is the barn over 5,000 square feet? Two, is the occupant load over 300 people, meaning that's how many folks you're going to have in there. And three, is there more than one floor, like a barn, for example, that has a second floor hayloft? Now, how will you know for sure if you still need sprinklers? Well, you're not going to like this answer, but the best way to find out if your barn is going to need them is to set up a meeting with the local fire marshal and ask them. That means don't take this short list and make this call on your own. The fire marshal not only knows the codes that will be used to make the final call, but they'll also know how other factors impact the safety of people during fires. For example, they'll probably come out to the property and they'll want to check the access to the barn for a fire truck. How close is a nearby water source that can be used to extinguish the fire, like a hydrant? And if there are other buildings close to the barn that could start a fire that would jump to the wedding barn? 
They'll also want to know how fast and far can people get away from the burning barn. And all of these factors are site-specific, meaning they need to see your barn to really know what needs to be done. Yes, it's frustrating to not have a simple answer, which is why this is a big shock for many folks. And this is why sometimes a venue opens without the use of their barn right away, so that they can spend the time to get this part figured out right and save the money if they need to. So to keep them from this being a shock that bankrupts your venue dreams early on, here's a few tips for getting your answers sooner than later. One, take a lot of pictures of every angle of the barn inside and out and bring it to a meeting with your local fire marshal, or better yet, a video. Two, have measurements of the overall structure, including the height of the building and the interior. Three, if you have buildings on the property nearby, also measure those and the distance between them. You can put these on a Google Maps aerial view of the property so that it's easier to see their placement. Four, with the same aerial view, indicate fire lanes and proposed driveways with dimensions. Five, find out what the water source is for the property and locate it on the overall view. If you have hydrants nearby, show those as well and mark off how far away they are from the barn. Now, you'll want to schedule a meeting with the local planning department and the fire marshals to go over the documents. Let them know you are investigating the need for a sprinkler system or not. They may want to come out to the property in person, or they'll have you come into the office. If you have a beautiful barn as a main feature for your property, this is a necessary step in making sure you have a legally operating venue. And if you're exploring properties, hopefully this helps you in determining what kind of property to select before you buy. Thank you for listening to Wedding Venue Business Radio. All of the information talked about in this episode can be found at WeddingVenueBiz.com. There you'll also find links to the book, online courses, and a way to contact me if you have any suggestions for the show or are interested in business coaching. Until next time, have a great day.